Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Want to know how to judge whether the advisor you're getting ready to work with has expertise in the field of retirement planning? Well, stay tuned to find out. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and six-time author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. Judgment an eight-letter word used rarely in the financial world, which is all the more reason today on the Worry-Free Retirement, I've decided to take a deep dive on how to better judge who to trust with your money and how to know if the person you're getting ready to trust understands this thing we call retirement. But before we get started judging the character of the advisor you might decide to work with, let me introduce to you America's favorite financial sidekick who's in our Louisville studios on this Beautiful January 24th, 2023, Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing real good. And I know you've uh, seen the show script and uh, this whole issue of judging and uh, judgment and judging one's character. Um, you, you said right before we went on, you said, hey, Tony, can I make a comment on that whole judgment thing? Share with me some something you were getting ready to share right before we went on. You were getting tickled about this. I Go just, ahead. Just thinking about judgment, it just made me think back to a few years ago. Well, many years ago, I guess, uh, a time where I felt like I used good judgment, even though it didn't feel like it at the time. So I'll try to make this quick. So long story made short. Uh, of course, you know where I came from, where you where you and I met was at uh, Wave 3 Television. And, uh, you know, when around this time of year, you know, sometimes there's like the snow watches and, you know, when, when snow hits and they've got severe weather and everything, you know, it's kind of all hands on deck and, you know, people can be there for hours and hours on end, you know, whatever. Well, uh, so I was off the next day. I had just worked and I was off the next day and I wasn't really feeling that great. Honestly, I kind of had a little bit of a head code going on. Well, they called me at about eight o'clock that night and they were like, Hey, uh, we've got severe weather coming in tonight. Could be, could be pretty disastrous. Any chance you could, you know, get in here at, you know, two o'clock or so and, you know, kind of, you know, help keep us on air or whatever. Well, I felt really, really bad. Not only, not only physically with my head cold, but I just felt really bad to kind of let them down. But I just, I had to tell them, I was like, guys, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't come in. I'm not feeling great. I'm really not feeling good at all. And they, you know, they were like, okay, well, that's fine. We'll figure it out. You know, well, it turns out, yeah, we had like a ton of snow the next day, but I felt like I kind of made the right call because it's like, well, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling good and I probably was contagious. So probably the last thing I needed to be was, you know, cooped up in a control room with all these people for several, several hours covering snow. Yeah. But that's a good point. And, and so, yeah, if, as we're talking about judgment, when you think about it, we've got to make judgment calls all the time. And of course, this show is about, retirement planning. So we're going to dive into a lot of the judgment that I'm afraid savers are making and sometimes incorrectly. Um, I guess money is kind of like the weather when you think about it. This is all about just trying to predict the future a little bit and making decisions based on that. So before we dive into our subject, let's just define judgment. I went to the trouble of 
going to Webster's Dictionary, and the term judgment means the process of forming an opinion. Listen, folks, this word opinion is key in financial planning and retirement planning. An opinion on evaluation by discerning and comparing a formal utterance of an authoritative, another key word we'll talk about, opinion. Okay, so if you're just now joining us, you are listening to the Worry Free Retirement, and yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, Tony Walker. And uh, our my concern is, folks, and it's a huge concern, that many of you think about this after working all of your life, sometimes 30, 40 years. I met a gentleman yesterday, Aaron. He is still working at age 74, and believe it or not, loves it and makes good money. So the point is you could work 30, 40, 50 years But there's some point, folks, there will be that point where you're going to stop, you know, just blindly throwing money in the bank from your paycheck and blindly tossing money from your paycheck into the 401k. There's going to be a time when you arrive at this thing called retirement and you're going to have to trust somebody with your money. And it may be somebody totally different than who's had it prior to the retirement. That's because retirement is a whole nother ball game, folks. It has nothing to do with saving money. The unique thing about retirement is, yeah, we need to save money, but more importantly, we need to learn how to spend and use this money, and of course, without the fear of running out of it. So what we're going to do, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk, first of all, about a staff meeting we had in Bowling Green, Kentucky with our staff. We have one a year, and it was really interesting, the gentleman we studied and what came out of that staff meeting And then I'm going to go to a couple of things that we would call opinions, but the financial world wants to call facts. And we're going to find out the difference between an opinion and a fact. So good stuff coming your way. If you're trying to judge who to trust with your money, you've come to the right place. I'm Tony Walker with the Worry-Free Retirement. We'll be right back. With the uncertainty of the stock market, our nation's debt spiraling out of control, and inflation running rampant, now may be the best time to consider moving your 401k to safer territory. My name is Tony Walker, and for over 38 years, I've made it my life's mission to help savers worry less about money, and I want to help you too. To speak with me at no cost or obligation, why don't you log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. What if something happened to you or your partner? A job layoff, a death, a disability. How comfortable would you be in handling the money? Well, I'm retirement specialist Tony Walker, and for more than 38 years, I've made it my life's work to help clients plan for retirement and the unexpected. So don't go it alone. To learn more about our services, log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or call us at 877-499-9255. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Tony Walker here. And in case you're just now joining us, our theme is judgment and who to trust with your money. Uh, last week, uh, and Aaron, I know you and uh, Derek from the production company attended, but last week, as we record this show on January 24th, 2023, by the way, my entire staff from both Tony Walker Financial and Worry-Free Productions, which now totals total of 17 people, I think that's right, 17 Um, what we do once a year, folks, is we meet, I call it just a year-end retreat. 
it's only about four or five hours, but we really, we get a lot done in four or five hours, don't we, Aaron? I agree. Yeah, yeah it's a bunch. So we discussed 2022, you know, what did we do? What did we do well? What are some things we need to improve upon? And then we set the stage for 2023. Our theme this year was actually, what can we do to give it 110%? And also, kind of what can we do to, I guess, build up this theme of judgment? Because I, I'd, I'd asked the, uh, you didn't know where I was going with this at the time when I sent you that link, Aaron, you and the staff. I said, hey, between now and the meeting, I want you to watch this 90-minute interview with famed investor Charlie Munger. Uh, other than this show, had you ever heard of Charlie Munger, Aaron? No. Prior to, yeah, I know we talked about him no. a couple weeks ago. So in case you don't know who Charlie Munger is, uh, he is Warren Buffett's sidekick. I know probably a lot of you have heard of Warren Buffett. He's a famed value investor. But I'll tell you, at age 99, <laughs> again, we say this as we record this show. When will this show actually air, Aaron? This show is going to air on March 9th. Okay. Not to say Mr. Munger is going to kick the bucket, but he is 99, folks. So assuming he's still alive and well, I'd have to say I, I have loved over the last six months or so kind of stumbling into his interviews his sage advice. And Aaron, one of the things I think everybody picked up on after listening to his 90-minute uh, take on money and life was this. Here's what, can, and he had a lot of great summaries, but one of the things to me, he summed up very well. Now remember, folks, he's in the investment world. So most people, when they think of investors, Aaron, agree, see if you'd agree with me on this, they think of people that can kind of predict the future. They see what's sure. coming, kind of like the weather, Right. right? But the weather doesn't always turn out like you planned, does it? Even no. with the best instruments, you just talked about a wave trying to predict the weather back then with the snow and all that stuff. So what Charlie Munger said is nobody can predict the future. So let's think about that a minute, folks. And as we think about moving forward, as we record, I have had people this week, it's been crazy how many appointments I've already had. And most people there, and here's what they're wanting to know. What's going to happen this year with right. the economy? Now, what should my response be after just quoting Mr. Munger? Well, if you look at this chart here, you'll see <laughs> that with this... No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding, folks. We don't have a clue. It, we really don't. Now, I you know, past is not always prologue. I can tell you what I think will happen. But And yes, I feel like I'm an expert in the field of retirement planning, but that doesn't mean nothing changes there. It doesn't mean I'm going to be able to predict the future. And as Mr. Munger says, nobody can either. But there's a problem. The financial world would have you believe that they can predict the future. And if you don't believe me, just look at all the people that are saying, you know, the bottom's going to fall out of the economy. You need to load up on gold or silver. Uh, now is the time to buy stocks. Now is the time to get out of stocks. Now is the time to buy an annuity. Never buy an annuity. Um, we're going to talk about in a minute two things that are constantly on the minds of people. When to take Social Security and how much should I be putting in my 401k plan. So all in all, that meeting helped us as a firm for 2023 remind ourselves that our job is to do what we do best. And that's the planning aspect, setting up the game plans and working on making even more efficient our service work to our clients. So what I thought we would do, Aaron, real quick, we're going to do a Zoom call with our newest staff member, Juanita Jackson. And the reason I'm picking on Juanita a little bit is because not only has she not been with Tony Walker Financial, but a few months She's new to the area. She's not from Kentucky, doesn't know many people, but I wanted her to give her take as someone coming out of the banking and mortgage industry, what she thought about our meeting that we held last week. So good morning, Juanita. Good morning, Tony. 
All right, Juanita, tell us briefly your background prior to joining Tony Walker Financial. Prior to joining Tony Walker Financial Steam, I worked in commercial and ag lending and then in mortgage lending. So you've been in the money business quite a while. How important is it that people feel they can trust the person who is handling their money? It's very important. On the lending side, uh, uh, we are spending a lot of time evaluating the trustworthiness of the borrower, but we sit in the other seat where families need to understand our integrity and that they can trust our processes. Oh, well said. Now, you're new to Kentucky, new to Tony Walker Financial, but you made, made a comment the other day that you're already hearing a lot about us when you mention the people that you work for Tony Walker Financial. So what is a common reaction you get from people? Yes, it's surprising because I am new to Kentucky. I was not familiar, but most people are. They've seen you on TV. They've heard you talk about retirement planning, and even I've had people reference your faith. That's good to know. All right, our planning meeting last week, what was your biggest takeaway from that meeting? The biggest takeaway was that it was not all about the numbers and how many customers we serve, but the quality with which we serve them and how we can improve our processes and uh, the things that we do to improve the client experience. Oh, well said, Juanita. Well, Juanita, I just appreciate your work so much. And uh, thank you for all the attention to detail that you carry out there with Shannon Ross and Lisa Potter in the Schwab department. It's a pleasure to be here. Have a good one. You too. So in keeping with step with what should we do, who should we trust, how do we judge the advice of one advisor or institution over another, I want to share with you things that I run into. And, and again, kind of like Charlie Munger, you know, I'm 60, getting ready to turn 63 years of age. I don't have the advi- uh, the sage wisdom of a Mr. Unger. I haven't, Munger, I haven't been around as long as he has. He's 99, I'm 63, but I have been in the trenches over 38 years, and I've seen a lot in meeting with over 15,000 people. So let's assume for a minute that I've got a little bit of wisdom and that I understand this thing of everybody has different situations. Now, we're going to lead by example. Uh, Aaron, I think I mentioned earlier, one of the most common, I would call it what they assume to be facts from the financial world. If you if you look at most articles on Social Security, most people who think they know about retirement planning would tell you to delay taking your Social Security as long as possible. Don't take it. In fact, the maximum you can defer Social Security is age 70. Now, why might they say that you would want to wait till 70? Would the value be lower or higher? Be higher. Yeah. Get so, more. Get more. So, yeah, that makes sense at first, but you got to remember, folks, with Social Security, remember this, when you die, not if you die, when you die, that Social Security can end. Now, by waiting to have a higher amount, as we're getting ready to see, depending on your circumstances, it might make sense. So let's let's do that right now. Let's say somebody says, oh, yeah, you don't want to take your Social Security now. Wait till age 70, because if you wait, it grows at 8% a year, which is a fact, If you wait, you'll have more money when you take it out, which is a fact. But now here's where the opinion comes in. Does that mean over time you'll actually get more money? See, it doesn't mean that. So that's all, whether you're going to get more money over the long term, the facts are, yeah, if you wait, it'll grow. If you wait, it'll be worth more money. But depending on how long you live, actually, It may be a terrible decision to wait. So let's take two people. we got person A. Uh, This gentleman is 62. Uh, Let's just imagine he's widowed or divorced. Doesn't matter. And it could even be a female, but it doesn't matter. They're single. And in this case, I've interviewed this person. We're talking about their life expectancy. 
And they've basically admitted they've had, Aaron, they've had major health problems. Their parents didn't live a long time. Um, so already I'm thinking, wait a minute, if you're single, you don't know if you're going to live a long time. When you die, your Social Security goes away. Where do you think I'm thinking? That they should wait or take it now? You probably need to take it now. Bingo. Okay, so in this case, also, he, you got now you've got to start looking at the assets. So I'm, I'm leaning towards taking it now. All right, that's my opinion based on the facts I'm seeing. Then next he says, well, I got about $150,000 in a 401k, and I've only got about $25,000 in savings. Now, my next question is, tell me about your lifestyle. Do you travel a lot? Do you spend a lot of money? This gentleman, I remember this case, said that he's a, he called himself a homebody. He, he said, Tony, I just don't spend much money. I think he's got a little boat. He does a little fishing. That's about it. So I said, well, what do you think about this whole deal of Social Security? Do you, number one, think the government's going to be around to pay you? Or are you concerned about that? He immediately said, very concerned about that. He knows that he doesn't have a long life expectancy, so he's concerned about the government paying Social Security down the road. He doesn't really have that much money in the bank. He doesn't have a huge 401k, $150,000. So in this example, again, he read an article on the Internet that said you should always wait till age 70. My opinion is he should not. So he should take it as soon as he can, which in this case is 62. As they, the old saying goes, take the money and run. Okay, different scenario. Scenario number two. I'm approached by two people, married couple, age 65, now, after visiting with them, Aaron, both of them are in pretty good health, all right? Both of them have parents who've lived quite a long time, so their they're potential, you know, now we're predicting the future, but based on the facts that they're in good health and their parents lived a long time, they could one of them could live a long time. You right. see where I'm going with this? Okay, that's called life expectancy. Also, they have over $500,000 in their 401k. They have over $100,000 in savings. Their goals are to spend a lot of time traveling while they can, and uh, they want to be able to help the spouse. The, the husband was the main breadwinner if he were to die first. So in this case, we're going back to the original assumption, which supposedly the fact, that is the fact that the financial world would tell you to wait till age 70. Actually, in this case, I think it makes sense to wait. Now, why is that? Well, first of all, I've got a huge 401k plan that's got a big old tax tumor buried in that thing, and we need to deal with that. So we're going to need to start yanking some money out of there. With all the savings they have, we could supplement that with their savings. They're past 65, so that won't affect Obamacare if they're under Obamacare, etc. So we're going to actually delay his Social Security. We may go on and take hers. I think she was wanting hers now anyway. No big deal. Let her take hers. Delay his probably until 70. The reason I want to do that, just in case he were to die first, that's going to leave her. She'll lose her Social Security in that case if he dies first. But she'll get his Social Security, which is going to be a higher benefit if we wait. So see the difference, Aaron? Yeah, Two absolutely. different, totally different scenarios. So right. why in the world would we assume that everybody just needs to wait? Right. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come right back, folks. Let's take a quick break. The next scenario I'm going to go to, get my cheat notes out here. This is going to be the old assumption, man, this came out when the 401k came out in the 78. You got to max out your 401k. What that means is you need to put as much money as you can and save on those taxes in that 401k. So when we come back, we're going to analyze two different people. Why one person, I suggested not maxing out the 401k, the other person I did. 
You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Camp. I oversee the income planning here at Tony Walker Financial. I'd like to take a minute to remind you of the importance of planning for the loss of income at the death of a spouse. This can be the loss of pension or the loss of one spouse's social security benefit or a combination of both pension and social security benefit. This is one reason we take a very conservative approach in our income planning. We use very conservative numbers and we don't account for growth on wages. We take into consideration this eventual loss of income so our clients aren't faced with an unexpected income loss. If you have questions or if we can help you with your financial planning, please give us a call at 1-877-499-9255. Thank you. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, folks. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Ornder, and I just wanted to remind you of a couple of things, a couple of places you can find us online. Now, if you want to listen to past radio shows, or if you're just now joining us on this radio show, you want to go back and hear the other examples Tony was given in the last segment, no problem. All you got to do is go to soundcloud.com. That's soundcloud.com. And right there up in the search bar, just type in the worry-free retirement. Click search, and there you go. You're going to see our awesome bobblehead. Just click on that picture, and you're going to find all of our past radio shows. Now, something we've just started recently is we are now on social media, okay? So if you're on Facebook or Instagram, jump on those two platforms. I'm going to give you the names of both of our pages so you know to go and like them and subscribe to them, okay? First is our Facebook page. You want to go there and you want to look for The Worry-Free Retirement. That's it. Three separate words, The Worry-Free Retirement, okay? Now, if you jump over to Instagram, you want to look for at, the symbol at, The Worry-Free Retirement. That's all one word, okay? So go there and look for that on Instagram. Tony, I'm going to toss it back to you. Okay, well, thank you, Aaron. Uh, in keeping with our theme of judgment, we want to kind of focus on our live well, die broke moment. And actually, this is featuring a gentleman that I had had the pleasure of meeting years ago. Uh, on and off, I've seen him over the years. And uh, actually, this gentleman helped with a video I did years ago, a documentary called Say Goodbye to Granddad's Retirement. And as we record this show on January 24th, 2023, sadly... Uh, we are uh, honoring the passing of Reverend James Britt, Jim Britt in Bowling Green. Many of you know him there in the Bowling Green area and recently passed away. Just a man uh, full of wisdom and, uh, d- to me, just very discerning. And uh, Aaron, in keeping with our theme of following after people and maybe following after the wrong people, I love the story he told in the documentary, Say Goodbye to Granddad's Retirement, that I've directed He said he told the story of a rural road in Vermont. You've heard this, Aaron, but it's a good one. And apparently a gentleman comes and stops and sees this side road. So figures, I take the side road, it's going to be a lot quicker, right? But there's a sign there before he gets onto the road, and it says this. Choose your ruts carefully. You'll be in them for the next 20 miles. And I think what Mr. Britt was saying is what you choose to do today sometimes will have a huge impact on what you 
actually receive or where you go tomorrow. Wise words from uh, Mr. Britt, and we just uh, honor his life and all the people he had such a great impact on. All right, so if you're just now joining us, that is our theme, judgment. How do you judge whether the financial advisor you're getting ready to hand over your life savings to really has the acumen, the experience, the wisdom, uh, the judgment to do what's right by you? Well, first of all, I can't imagine, folks, you handing over a large sum of money to anyone who is not a fiduciary. My goodness, a fiduciary, again, is someone like us at Tony Walker Financial, required by law to work in your best interest. Make sure these people are fiduciaries. If they're a fiduciary, they must give you. Listen, don't let them just say, yeah, I'm a fiduciary. They've got to give you Form ADV Part 2. ADV Part 2. If they're not a fiduciary, I would at least get a second opinion for uh, with us before jumping into the financial bed with them and then possibly having some regrets down the road. Okay, in our time remaining, what's another common, quote, fact that the financial world says you should be doing? And that is maxing out your 401k plan, which means put all the money you can into this tax-infested 401k. And there's two scenarios I'm going to go with. Again, folks, remember, good judgment requires the understanding that everything somebody tells you about the future is based on opinion. I don't care how smart they are, how popular they are, whether it's even a little man in a sweater vest, everything is based on opinion if it's about predicting future events. So let's go through this one. Let's look at the facts. We have a person A who uh, is basically doesn't make a lot of money, all right? They make about 65000 a year, got a spouse working part-time. They have about $250,000 in a 401k. They're approaching age 60, got a little small pension that'll be out there, a little bit in savings, about $15,000 in credit card debt that they'd really like to knock out. And they plan on retiring around 65. So they've read an article and they asked Tony, should I put all my life savings and invest everything I've got and max out this 401k plan? So on the factual side, Obviously, if they save a lot of money in the 401k plan, they should have a lot of money down the road. The problem is right now, they're not in a real high tax bracket. The pre-tax deduction of the 401k is not going to help them that much down the road. Uh, They're probably putting money in a 401k when they could be attacking that credit card debt and trying to get rid of that high interest. Uh, To me, that's a better investment to knock out the credit card debt than tossing it and putting it at risk in a 401k in money that hadn't even been taxed yet. I mean, boy, you got a lot of variables there down the road. And also, too, being at their age, I just think they need to work on getting the debt taken care of and maybe building up their savings a little bit more. They have very little money in savings, and my concern is they're going to get right back into credit card debt. So on that person, would I recommend maxing out the 401k based on a lot of issues there? No, I would not. What about another person? Let's take a 64-year-old married couple. And in this case, this gentleman has been divorced. This is his second marriage. Uh, he makes very good income, makes about $250,000 a year. His spouse uh, stays at home right now, does not work outside the household. Due to the divorce, has, doesn't have a lot of money in his 401k plan. He needs to save for retirement. He does have very little debt. They've, they've downsized and just live in a small house right now. He's trying to build up his savings. And he's in a job that he can work till easily at age 70. And again, he is in a very high tax bracket, needs to save for the future, doesn't have much in his 401k. In his case, listen, more than likely, my opinion would be that he needs to max out that 401k plan. More than likely, his tax bracket is higher now than it will be in the future, which was the whole argument 
as to why you should max out the 401k back in 1978 when this thing got in, introduced. So as you can see, two different, totally different situations, two different subjects, two different circumstances, rather than just factually saying like the financial world assumes is a fact, max out that 401k because it's good for you. In this example, I'm going to suggest the first cup, uh, the first person, first couple not max out, the second couple max out. So at this point, you might be sitting there saying, Tony, my gosh, I, I just, every time I listen to this radio show, I realize how much is involved in the art of retirement planning and why I probably need to talk to somebody like you, a retirement specialist that's been in business over 38 years. Folks, I've personally met with over 15,000 people. Listen to this. We've personally overseen and orchestrated more than 5,000 written retirement game plans. Folks, we know this, this retirement world very well. And through our split IRA concept, our mailbox money, our wonderful service and being local, we can meet with you at either our Bowling Green, Louisville, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. So if you're nearby and want a local fiduciary, we do this with something called the 10-minute free fiduciary phone call. So to learn more about our services, why don't you do this right now? Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that Let's Get Started, or just do this. Call the local number at 270-843-9380. That's 270-843-9380. And again, we'll be happy to arrange a meeting if it warrants at either our Louisville, Bowling Green, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program, but you remember between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.